Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, lovely, lucky people, to another episode of the Hurtwood Muse podcast. It's October. Autumn is finally starting to make its presence felt, although it's unseasonably warm, I would argue, on this particular morning. Um, And today we've got a collection of poetry in order to celebrate Thursday's National Poetry Day, we've got students from Hertwood House reading their own poems and also reading the poems that they love. Um, and we hope you enjoy. It's a fairly random collection, uh, but loads of people got stuck in, loads of people contributed, and they're all very different. So I'm sure there'll be something in here that speaks to all of you in some way, shape, or form. Um, just a little editorial note, it was recorded during a particularly rowdy Muse session, so if in the background you hear something that sounds like a sort of 1950s newsroom with typewriters clacking away, um, that, that was the best we could do under the circumstances with telling people to get in the cupboard, um, whilst there was lots of noise going on in the background. But it's good, it's good, it's good to have a bustling Um, creative muse environment so uh, today we've got poetry from Doug and from Hannah and from Matty and from Immy and also from Evelyn and from Maggie and from Emily and from Corn yeah see if you can spot the um, meme fodder that uh, Corn pedals at the end there thanks for that one Uh, Corn Corn wins the prize by the way for the most takes of a single um poem offered for the um for the edit for this podcast so well done corn um most versions ever i think of anything um that i've had to edit down to one thing um everyone contributed really well it was a great afternoon i'm going to kick things off with a little poem by emily zinnerman called regarding the home of one's childhood one could Regarding the home of one's childhood, one could forget the plum tree, forget its black-skinned plums, also the weight of their leaning as they leaned over starry hedges, also hedges, the dew that turned them starry, the wet-bellied pups who slunk there, trailing ludicrous pedigrees, even the eyes of birds glittering in the branches, even the branches. We need to do a little introduction, Hannah. Okay. Come speak to the microphone. Hello, it's Hannah. Hannah. Orman. Orman. The Mormon. Nice to meet you. you I'm not a Mormon. Are you not? No. Sure. Do you know? No, I can't say this if it's being recorded. He's, he'll get it cut out. It's fine. No, I actually no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Hello, good people. Uh, this is Hannah. Hello. And this is Doug. Hello. Uh, we know this will get cut, but we're, we're doing a little introduction anyways. Uh, Hannah is going to be reading some Percy Bysshe Shelley, the romantic poet. Uh, and I, I was told that I should read some of my stuff because I did this last year and it was good crack. No one cares. Start. Sorry. This doesn't have a title, but it's... Uh, Restart. I'm trying to think of something to say about it. In these contexts, I know there's no title. No, you don't need context. It's the whole point of poetry. Okay, no context. Bereave your loyalties. These are not practices of normal. I've long gazed further at your fascistic vanity. Evident ardor for change. 
There is beauty to your drama. Suspended inside your throat is everything that has ever gone by. But you are not living. Just dreaming of the gone. You who are witnessing, travel with your consciousness to reality. Contain the last thoughts few. In turn, she'll finish yourself unmoved. Come that was on. good. Did you want to do yours? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. No, I prefer, I prefer a bit like ambient. Mm, ambient. Yeah, thank Central, you. Central for okay. romantic parts. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Thy look of love has power to calm the stormiest passion of my soul. Thy gentle words are drops of balm in life's too bitter bowl. No grief is mine but that alone, these choicest blessings I have known. Harriet, if all who long to live in the warm sunshine of thine eye, that price beyond all pain must give, beneath thy scorn to die, then here thy chosen own too late, his heart must worthy of thy hate. Be thou then one among mankind, whose heart is harder not for state, though only virtuous, gentle, kind, amid a world of hate. And by a slight endurance seal, a fellow being's lasting wheel, for pale with anguish in its cheek. His breath comes fast, his eyes are dim, thy name is struggling ere he speak. Weak as each trembling limb, in mercy let him not endure the misery of a fatal cure. O oh, trust for once no erring guide, bid the remorseless feeling flee. Tis malice, tis revenge, tis pride, tis anything but thee. O oh, dine a nobler pride to prove, and pity if thou canst not love. Do you want to do another? I think I should read yours. You want to read mine? No, I'm kidding. You're, you can you, do. You read it perfectly. I would like you to read one of mine. Which do you want? Winder. Did you read Winder? Which is the one you liked? None. <laughs> kidding. The grey of the city. We're in a moving air castle. Nothing happens in the damp city. Smells damp, praise it. The fresher the day, the more hopeless. We're given hope. Maybe someday they'll believe it. And a swig of happiness thinks about you too. We're happiest in the darkness, in the rain, in the damp now it reflects the body, gives us reasons to think about everything all the time. In youth we'd love to, so in life we'll kill it, with bare hands. The eye in this city wreaks danger, dragon scale. Look at it, the disgusting lines, cars tilt past one burnt shop. Small houses will litter your life, visit on, cry to you. You're uncomfortable, so get out, get comfortable again. You spent the time you had, you had it all sprawled now, the city. The wet streets it gives you, try them or don't try at all. You live in your head, the grey, the city. That's actually better than I read it. Thank you. An Irishman foresees his death. I know that I shall meet my fate somewhere among the clouds above. Those that I fight I do not hate, those that I guard I do not love. My country is Kiltaran cross, my countrymen Kiltaran's poor. No likely end could bring them loss or leave them happier than before. Nor law nor duty bade me fight, nor public men nor cheering crowds. A lonely impulse of delight drove to this tumult in the clouds. I balanced all, brought all to mind. The years to come seem waste of breath. A waste of breath for years behind, in balance with this life, this death.
In an artist's studio by Christina Rossetti. One face looks out from all his canvases. One self-same figure sits or walks or leans. We found her hidden just behind those screens. That mirror gave back all her loveliness. A queen in opal or in ruby dress. A nameless girl in freshest summer greens. A saint, an angel. Every canvas means the same one meaning, neither more nor less. He feeds upon her face by day and night. And she with true kind eyes looks back on him, fair as the moon and joyful as the light. Not wan with waiting, not with the sorrow dim, not as she is, but was when hope shone bright. Not as she is, but as she fills his dream. Addiction. World fallaciously perfect then, through your rose-tinted perspective, until removing the crooked phones. Now, panic tightens your chest and your body, mind, soul mourn the loss. As one of many, you crash down to us for a moment, this one perhaps the most frightening of all. Our comfortable reality now, it somehow mirrors that of yours, but only in the agonising way of a funhouse. Life in predicted detail for those around you, as you stumble through the blur, naively yet stubbornly dependent on those malignant frames of yours, you still tightly clutch, knuckle bones so white with desperation. They themselves are the contorted mirror for the beholder, superficial authority and an everlasting spell that can only be broken by the ruthless. These glasses, they, he, she, hold an ability to alter the planet so unequivocal for all, so you say, that you, wand in hand, raise them to your eyes again as we join you. Hi, my name's Evelyn, um, kind of stressed. Um, did this last minute, so it's awful, but you know, whatever. Um, I also can't read, so that's also a thing. So yeah, this is one of my poems that I recently wrote called Monster. Silent and alone, watching sound drip flow on the windows that feel like iron bars. Keeping them in, keeping the warmth, keeping their smiling faces blur morphing into monsters. The sounds seem to blur. The sounds seem to rise. My cold hands shaking staccato on glass. The rain, the cold, the bars, the thought. All subdue, subdue my silence. Leave me alone. The rise has come for them, for me the fall. It feels endless, linger like a lifeline. It's like they mock me, but they can't see me. I feel it still, I feel it all the same. What, now? Now you see me? Now the warmth has gone? Now you see too how your face is blown. Now that you hear my deafening silence, now you see just how cold a room can be. I stayed still. I grew used to the silence. I drew pity pictures on the windows. Ones you will never see from mind and flow, keeping me out, keeping me cold, keeping, kept in, kept out. In the end, it's the same. So yeah, that was my poem, Monster. I definitely stuttered, but it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
now for my second poem. Um, wrote this like ages ago, probably when I was 12, honestly can't remember it. Um, but whatever, it's called Waves. On the bare, long sand stretch we lay, as dawn whispers its sweet melody, and the same breeze kisses the cool tide. The night air was warm, but only as warm as night air could ever be. So I rested my head by your heart, in hopes that the constant beat would warm me too. Your gentle hands played through my hair, played through like a musician playing through a piece. The night sky wasn't pitch black. It was more of a deep blue. The stars twinkled all the same. I guess they were wrong. The stars don't shine the brightest in the dark. They shine the brightest when you first look. As your eyes stay on those stars, they seem to dim. They seem to dim till they outright disappear, till the warm night air grows uncomfortable and cold, and the sound of the sea grows daunting, and the tides are too close. And my bare head rests on the sand. But here I'll stay, waiting, till the sun shows its face and then more. I'll wait till I see you come again, washed up on the sea like a shell, maybe a little broken, maybe a little cracked, but mine all the same through sea brine air and the oncoming waves. Okay, that's all. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. You Loved Me by Marina. You loved me, and your lies had their own property. There was a truth in every falsehood. Your love went far beyond any possible boundary, as no one else's could. Your love seemed to last even longer than time itself. Now you wave your hand, and suddenly your love for me is over. That is the truth in five words. This is a poem my mother always read to me when I was feeling down, and I would really like to share it, just to maybe spread some hope. Um, here goes nothing. We're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I. A full commitment is what I'm thinking of. You, you wouldn't get this from any other guy. Okay, bye-bye.